Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. time to talk all things dirty birds it's falcons flyover with john chuckery on sports radio 92.9 the game back with you on the john chuckery show on sports radio 92.9 the game we are live this evening not from the kia studios but right here at mercedes-benz stadium as we are watching atlanta falcons practice going on right now doing a little bit of scrimmaging out here right now uh ritter's running this uh, offense uh here we're going to be on air out here until 11 o'clock. Of course, if you uh, can get over here very, very quickly before they wrap things up, LennonFalcons.com, grab your $5 ticket, come in and watch a little bit of this open practice. The roof is closed tonight, so uh, unfortunately we're not able to see the sky or anything like that above us. 404-741-0929. That is our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line to be a part of the show. Odyssey app is how you catch us when you are on the go. Social media is at 910 on the game on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And, of course, you can hit me up on my personal Twitter page at JMCH316. This, of course, is your night look at all things Atlanta Falcons. It is the Falcons flyover. So NFL Network, NFL.com, is putting out their list of the top 100 players for 2022. Now, this may be updated as of earlier this evening, but so far um, they've gone players from 100 to 51 and in that first half, there are a couple of Falcons that are on the list. Kyle Pitts comes in at number 91. And Cordero Patterson comes in, believe it or not, at 73, which is not bad. I mean, that that's not bad. Now, obviously, look, Pitts coming off his rookie year, and I understand, you know, that there's a lot of hype and hoopla and everything like that. Pitts certainly could be one of those guys that moves himself in the top half of the top 50 players if he has a big monster breakout type of season. So we'll see what the, the next, you know, group and that, that you know, going from 50 up to number one, I don't know how many Falcons would be on that list. I think A.J. Terrell for sure is on that list. I don't think Debo's on there. Grady's possibly in that group. Grady could possibly be in that. None of our quarterbacks are receivers. Um, I don't think that they would put Chris Lindstrom in there just because I'm not sure that he's got the name value as an offensive lineman, but you never know. So, But at least a couple of Falcons are in in the mix. I mean, worst-case scenario is we get at least a couple of guys who are part of the, uh, the top 100, so we'll look and see what happens from there. All right, pro football focus. One bet we'd like every NFC South team, or one bet we like uh, for every NFC South team. For the Falcons, pro football focus says the deal to make is Drake London plus 650, 
to lead NFL rookies in receiving yards. They say, quote, London was the top receiver taken in the 2022 draft. Aside from Kyle Pitts, the rookie should not have any competition for targets for Mariota in 2022. Although Arthur Smith's offense will involve a decent amount of running the ball, the fact that the Falcons could be one of the worst teams in the NFL means that they have the drop back more than intuition would suggest. Plus, this is a better bet to make money than any minus 110 prop on London because of his injury history. Well, funny that they say that because somebody might want to tell Pro Football Focus that we're not going to see Drake London maybe the rest of the preseason. Uh, I would not be surprised if he doesn't play the rest of the preseason. I'm just I'm telling you right now and talking to some folks, I would not be surprised at all. But anyway, make the playoff, uh, make the payoff higher should he stay healthy the whole year. Eh, let me tell you, I, I, I'm, I'm not buying in the idea that Drake London's going to lead the NFL rookies in receiving yards. How about that? Uh, you know, what do, what, do you, what do you think of that, Day-Day? I'm, I'm not, right now, uh, I'm not taking Drake London to lead NFL receivers in, in rookie receiving yards. <sighs> you don't like that? No, no, I don't I don't like that bet at all. I think that's a dumb bet, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, I can, I, I can feel you, because we still got a lot to figure out offensively mm-hmm. in, 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 in order for the ball to even get to him. So I can feel you on that. Yeah, I mean, like, for instance, they say with the Buccaneers, the bet to make is – Plus seven fifty to win the Super Bowl. Okay, like I could buy into that. I right, that's 20, yeah, that's a lot. That's yeah, uh, yeah that's can, believable. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I could buy into that, but I'm not buying into Drake London having the most rookie receiving yards or anything like that in the league. But we'll see. I mean, listen, miracles are bound to happen, right? Miracles can always happen. All right, let's uh, let's get to some audio here. Let's uh, let's start with the head coach, as uh, Arthur Smith is talking about how all of the running backs did a good job of the night. Well, I think all the backs are doing a good job. Algier, Huntley's gotten a light years better in protection. Um, but there's a great competition in there. Q's been down there. You know, he made some big plays within a year. And we'll, we'll have to change it up and make sure Go those guys get enough Go back and watch so that touchdown play for Ritter, right? The play that was made on that is Algier picking up the blitzing guy coming at Ritter and allowed him to step and run around and find an open spot and hit that for a touch, hit Bernhardt for the touchdown. That was the key on that play, was Algier picking up a block on all of that. In the NFL, when you come in as a rookie running back, it's great to flash and dash and do all that kind of stuff, but you have to pass protect in the NFL, especially in today's NFL. In today's league, you have to pass protect, right? You have to be able to come in and do that. And that's how guys don't make NFL teams and do make NFL teams. That's where guys struggle and not struggle. That can keep a guy from getting a lot of playing time. Unless he just comes in and he runs through the league, right? You know, like Zeke Elliott and some of these guys. But you have to pass protect in this league. You can't just arbitrarily just come in and and think you're just going to run and catch and things like that. Pass protection is a huge deal. All right, here's Arthur talked about uh, not being concerned about Drake London's injury. Like a lot of our guys, I mean, a couple of nicks here and there. And we got different guys on different return to play plans. Nothing that we're really concerned about long-term. We'll be smart. He's had a really good training camp. And like the rest of these guys, it, you know, some guys we held out today. Uh, we're hoping to get everybody back healthy, ready to roll in regular season rolls around. Like a lot of well, our guys, look, I mean, a couple of nicks. Look, um, you know, look, being healthy is the number one most important thing coming out of training camp in the preseason. Not what you've worked on, not what battles have been decided, this and the other. The number one most important thing is to have a fully healthy roster coming into the regular season. And we don't have that right now. 
And that's frustrating that we're a preseason game in and my number one pick because, again, this guy's not some ham and egger. He's my pick at number one in the draft in the first round, and he's already missing a week of camp that he needs. Can you tell I'm frustrated? Is that coming through clear day day on the radio at all? Yeah, it is. Okay, okay. I just want to make sure because I I don't want to minimize my frustration right now with this with this situation. All right, here's Arthur Smith talking about how he's pleased with Desmond Ritter's performance. So what we're asking him to do as a rookie, I thought you know, he had some mistakes, but I thought overall pretty pleased with what he did. There's some things that you know you can't see from the sideline that we may ask him operationally that he'll clean up. Yeah, look, I mean, like all rookie quarterbacks, right? I mean, he's got, you know, he's got to work on some things. He got bailed out on that interception, right? I mean, there's th- things that he's got to work on, no doubt about it. But I thought for what he was asked to do, and look, he showed moxie, right? At the end of that game, to lead them on that drive and to make that fourth down play, he showed moxie. That's what I need. You know, I, there is something, and I've said this a million times, you know, guys have arms and all and accuracy. You wouldn't get to this level of, of football and get paid at this level if you didn't have skills, right? You have to have some skills. But what's between the ears? And that's the thing I love about Desmond Ritter. He's a winner. And there is something to that. You know, if you have a guy who can make enough plays and you win with him, either with him or because of him, if you have a guy like that, then you could then that those are hard to find in this league. It really is. All right, here's uh, let's hear from Dean Pease. Talk about how he was at, he was happy with the defensive adjustments after that poor first drive. Uh, goods and bads, uh, just like typical. Um, glad we won the game. Uh, did not like the first drive, uh, but there was something that actually comes good out of that in that, you know, when you play a team that you haven't practiced against and you really haven't done a lot of scouting report and that stuff, you don't know what you're going to see. You just got to kind of play your rules and stuff like that. Yeah, look, um, that was a bad first drive. There, there's no way to sugarcoat it. You, you can't put maple syrup or anything over top of that that drive it stunk it stunk to watch the freaking detroit lions just march down the field and score because that's your one one-on-ones right that's your that's your ones versus ones out there but i thought the falcons did a, a better job i thought they got some good things accomplished let's hear from dean pease um let's play dean pease uh they matched detroit physically and they tackled well you know matt campbell's teams are going to play physical He's, he was a physical player. He coaches physical. They're physical. I was concerned because you really haven't hit out of here. We did not have a lot of missed tackles. I think we had seven, maybe something like that, which that's pretty norm really during, during the year. Uh, I thought we stayed in there physically. I thought our guys hit, tried to hit, tried to play hard and that kind of stuff. So I felt good about that part. Yeah, I mean, listen, even Dan Campbell's press conference is physical, right? He wants to drive somebody down in the turf. You know, even at a press conference. I mean, he borders on between physicality and psychosis, right? I mean, there's some some fine line in between those two things. But, look, I thought by and large that the Falcons didn't have, like, big blown plays and things like that. Yeah, they've got, the big thing to me is you got to get off the field on third down. And, and this team has not been very good last couple of seasons getting off the field on third down. That, to me, is the big thing. The, the Lions started off 6 for 10 on third down when, when they had guys in that mattered at all, right? Not once they put all their taxi squad guys out there 
or they put guys who are going to be, you know, selling programs at the local high school, you know, on Friday nights. I mean, you know, the guys that were out there that mattered, they were 6 for 10 on third down. you got to get off the field on third down in the NFL. Why do you think sacking the quarterback is so important? What do I say 50 million times? Sacking the quarterback changes down and distance in the NFL. That's the key. you got to change up down and distance, and then you got to get off the field on third down. Here's Pease talking about one of my favorites, Michael Walker, how he knows the defense extremely well and he's a good communicator. Well, he mentally uh, is top shelf. I mean, he really is smart, football smart, understands, communicates. Uh, I have no qualms whatsoever about him understanding this defense. Understanding the position sometimes is still a little bit of work in progress, but he's busting his butt and he's doing, he's doing well. But communication-wise, that is never – Michael is a great communicator and, and knowing the defense. But isn't that the necessary thing is you have to have your foundation first. You have to understand the basic scheme of what the defense is. And Michael Walker is a very smart player. I love Michael Walker. Like he, He's a guy that I really hope gets an expanded role in this team. He's been outstanding in pass coverage his first couple of years in the league, and I, I hope he gets a bigger role in this defense. And you saw Rashawn Evans flying around the field. Look, I'm telling you right now, Evans is going to lead this team in tackles. That's the one thing I, I discerned the other night is Rashawn Evans is going to lead this team in tackles. That is going to be your tackling machine. He was machine. on fire the first, yep. like, five and, minutes of that game. And Day-Day, he is, he is going to be a tackling machine. You know, with Foyer, Luwakun, and, and, and guys like that, and, um, um, oh, God, the, uh, the, kid that they, the kid that left and went to uh, – Green Bay. Um, oh, God, now my brain just went uh, dead, the, the linebacker that we had a couple years ago. Those are the kind of guys that will lead this team in tackles. I think Rashawn Evans is that guy um, as well. All right, let's hear uh, quickly from Desmond Ritter. Uh, actually, let's hear from Marcus Mariota. Let's go to that one. Uh, good to take some of the, the cobwebs and get some of those things knocked off of them. And for me, I think not playing for a couple years, I just needed to get come some of those hits, you know, just get, to get some of the cobwebs out a little bit. Um, but all in all, I mean, again, if that's what's going to happen and i got to make plays that way, I'm more than willing to do it. Yeah, look, um, you know, obviously Mariota's not played a whole lot over the last couple of seasons. And, yeah, you got to get your sea legs back underneath you, right? You, you have to get, you have to get uh, Devondre Campbell. See, my brain, just, my brain just worked there for a second, day. Devondre Campbell, right? Gotcha. That, yeah. That's what Rashawn Evans is going to be. He's going to be Devondre Campbell. He's going to be Foyer. He's going to be one of those tackling machines. For this team, you can just tell watching. He's he's going to be a tackling machine. So um, thankfully, I remember that. But back to Marcus Mariota. Look, um, you know, he's got to get his sea legs underneath him, right? Now, what I need him to do is get to the ground or get out of bounds and not take those kinds of hits in the preseason, because somebody's going to hit him sideways and he's going to loop him up, and that's going to be it. And then it, it, we're going to be talking about you know somebody on IL for the Falcons. So I thought he played well. I thought the drive was was really good. I thought their commitment to the run, whether it's quarterbacks or they're using their running backs, I thought all of that was good for the Falcons. So a lot of positives to take away. They got work to do, no doubt about it. Nobody thinks that they are the best team in the league by any stretch of the imagination, but it was just good to see the effort on Friday night. All right, when we come back, we will uh, talk about another guy who's got some effort. We'll hear from Brian Snicker, the manager of the Atlanta Braves. He joined the Steakhouse earlier today, Steak and Sandra. We will hear what Brian Snicker had to say as they are underway taking on the New York Mets right now. Braves are up 3-0 on the Mets, so kick the crap out of them. Rosario is homered in the game. We'll talk about that next.
What's that? Oh, they just went in a rain delay? So, okay. All right. So, at least we got a 3 nothing lead. So, it may be a late one. That, I, they may, I may beat them home from, uh, true, you know, they're at Truist Park. I may beat them home here this evening. All right. That'll be next. Chuck Reed here at Mercedes-Benz Stadium watching Falcons open practice. Sports right now to the game. You want to see that come now. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Back with you live on the John Chuckery Show. We are here at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. As I'm sitting right here in the end zone as the uh, Falcons offense is coming directly at me. Mariota is uh, working on a drive right now as they're kind of scrimmaging a little bit here. Throw to the end zone to Pitts, and, of course, it's over his head and no catches. Anyway, uh, 404-741-0929. That is our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line to be a part of the show. Odyssey app is how you catch us when you're on the go. Social media is at 9 on the game. I'm at JMCH316. Dive in the history and culture of baseball's unofficial rule book with Unwritten, a new podcast hosted by Ron Darling and Jimmy Rollins going behind the scenes. Past episodes include Gary Sheffield and Larry Boa. Uh, new uh, episodes come out weekly. You can download it for free on the Odyssey app, wherever you get your podcast from. And, of course, all the sports, music, news, and podcasts you want, they are all for free on the Odyssey app. Download it today. We'll get to Brian Snicker here in just a few minutes. Braves are in a rain delay right now. Brett's and May. <laughs> Brett's and May. The Mets and Braves right now, 3 nothing Braves in the 
uh, rain delay. Bottom of the second, uh, Contreras is homered. Rosario is homered uh, as well. Uh, Acuna with the other RBI uh, in the game. So good start for the Braves thus far. Carrasco's pitching innings in two-third with four hits and three runs. Strider has two full innings in the books with a couple of hits, no runs, a couple of strikeouts. 43 pitches, so you got to watch that pitch count with him, with him, but that's kind of normal here nowadays. And right now we're just kind of watching the uh, the Falcons' offense. They are coming right here at us. We are in the end zone. i got Freddie the Falcon right over here by the uh, – by the goalposts and what have you, and the Falcons are trying to find a way. CP is uh, running the ball in, so Falcons trying to uh, have a little fun out here with the fans and everything like that. But, um, you know, as we said, the roof is not open this evening. A little bit disappointing, but uh, obviously with the weather at Truist Park, it kind of tells you why that uh, we don't have uh, all of it open uh, here. But um, a lot of fun here this evening. Uh, nice crowd uh, out here to watch uh, all of this. So, um, And some people have been asking me about why they're doing it on Monday. I don't really know. I mean, normally this has been, you know, Sunday afternoon when they have done this. But, you know, look, new regime, new rules, changes on everything, right? They they do all that kind of stuff. So, you know, it, uh, it sort of is what it is with all that. But anyway, we're here at the Falcons Open Practice. I will be here until 11 o'clock this evening. So we will broadcast all the way through the show here for you. And uh, we'll obviously keep you up to date as well about what is going on with uh, all things Atlanta Braves if they get out of this rain delay. Earlier today, though, speaking of the Atlanta Braves, Stake Shapiro, Sandra Golden, the new uh, show that we have in the morning, the Steakhouse, they had Brian Snicker on, the Braves manager, and they asked Snicker about his nerves heading into an important series like this against the Mets. Not really. I mean, it's kind of, kind of look forward to it, really. I mean, you know, if we want to get to where we want to go, we got to beat these guys. So the only way to do, you know, do that is to play them. So, um, you know, we had a rough weekend a couple of weeks ago in, in New York, and hopefully we can come out and have a really good start to this week. I think your history uh, in baseball is such a great compliment to why you don't you – know, the ups and downs, right? You don't get nervous for this series. Yeah. You don't freak out over losing streaks. You knew you had a, a rough five games there. Um, is that just something you understand how long the season is, and especially with the Braves – there have been so many moments where it looks like this team is down and you've watched these guys step up the way they did this weekend. Yeah, I know. I mean, you just never know. I mean, it's, um, you know, because it, it is. It's such a long season. You know, we want to go out and we want to take the series here coming up. And, and um, But, you know, there's a lot, of, a lot of games to play. A lot can happen. A lot of really good stuff can happen. So, you know, you just really can't get like that. I mean, we have to, you know, we got a big game ahead of it. They're, you know what, though? This time of year, these – the series and the games are all big. It doesn't matter who you're playing. They're like, you know, must-do things. And um, it's kind of why you like putting yourself and you want to be in this situation this time of year. Yeah, even the four – I mean, the Marlins are struggling big time. But the reality is, the way the Phillies and Mets were going, you really couldn't afford to lose any of the games down there. And the doubleheader is a great example. You win both of those also. But every game matters – when you're in August and you're chasing the team in front, even though the atmosphere, it's safe to say, wasn't quite the same as it's going to be tonight, what you just had for four days in Miami. No, I know. And then, you know what, they're, they're all hard games to win. I mean, we kind of got on the roll last year on a nine-game road trip where we won nine in a row against teams we should have beat. That's really hard to do. It's, it's really hard to beat team or win games you're supposed to win. And this was, you're right, it was a big series in uh, – in Miami, we had some young guys that came in and really helped out immensely. Um, 
but you know they're all important right now. None none's any more important than the next. I don't feel. Do you think that more than any manager you have had the opportunity? When I think of Michael Harris and you think about Grissom the other night, you think about Ronald and Ozzy and Soroka and some super super young guys that since you've been manager have really had moments. I don't know that a lot of guys have seen as many young guys contribute at the level. Do you feel like that's kind of unique to your run as Braves manager? Yeah. I mean, it's been unbelievable, the young guys that have come up. You know, it's it's when I was a minor league manager and sending up these young guys that did the same thing. I mean, you know, the McCanns and Frank Coors, Kelly Johnson, Ryan Longer, all those, you know, the – the young guys like that that just kind of always had a penchant for coming in and, and helping this team. And these guys are, you know, I think they grow up in this culture here and they're in spring training with us and they see how successful we've been. And they, I think they're, they're excited when they get here and, and a credit to the, our scouting yep. player development, and especially the players, the young players are how they're handling this whole thing. And, and the guys that we brought and, you know, you, you, Grissom, Michael Harris, Spencer Strider, the three young the starters that we used last this weekend in um, in Miami that really helped out immensely. This so is, it, it's no. uh, it's been something else over my tenure here, that's for sure. There's some coaching going on with a kid like Grissom. He comes from Double A, where he had 50 at bats, and yesterday you see that at bat, you know, in the final inning or just in general. The 11 so, pitch walk was one of those crucial moments. Yeah, yesterday. well, I mean, his last two at bats. We were talking the the last two at bats, the walks he he drew off really tough rides. It was just something else. I mean, that was more impressive than the hits. I mean, just the pitches he laid off of, and and like you said, in the ten pitch at bat, it just was something else. Just to see the maturity and the confidence that that young guy had in those at bats. Bright Snicker with us on uh, Sports Radio ninety two nine, the game, the Steakhouse, getting ready for a huge four-game set, and then three with the Astros. So a huge week of baseball here in Atlanta. Brian, can we get an update on some injuries? And I want to start with, gosh, reading Max Freed and the light is giving him a headache. What is the latest with him? Well, he's, he's getting a lot better. I mean, we're expecting him to pitch at the end of the week. So um, things are going in the right direction with Max. He had a really good bullpen the other day in Miami. Felt great. And, and we think by the end of the week, he should be really good to go. And Soroka, we hear, is going tomorrow night in Rome. Yep, he's going to start his rehab, which is a good thing. I mean, that's, you know, we've been waiting for him to get out, and then, you know, he's progressed to that point. So, you know, once we get him on a, you know, on a rehab like that, then, you know, then you get a better handle on where everything is. Travis Darno. He's going to be, he'll be in there tonight. Oh, great. So, um, great. it was good that we didn't have to DL him. Um, he, he progressed. He's the last two days, he's ran the bases, did uh, baseball stuff. And, um, yeah, I, I really – I look back on the, both the plays. He had two plays at the plate in that uh, night in Miami, or in um, New, New York. York, and I think we dodged a bullet on both of them. So, we should get him back going today. Okay, and my last one is Ozzy. Sweet Ozzy. My goodness. Yeah. You know, Ozzy is, is making progress. I mean, he's starting to amp up his, his workouts. He's jogging a little bit. He's hitting. Um, so, you know, things are getting better. It's just a natural progression with there, but you know, he's, he's healing and, and doing everything. Hadn't had any setbacks and everything's going great in his rehab. Ronald, Ronald be in the lineup tonight. Yep. He'll be back. You know, he was, it was just sore. You know what? He actually played a lot more in the field than we anticipated going in there. We didn't know if he played one game because of the turf. He kept feeling good. Kept wanting to play yesterday. You know, he was around, he was available and and felt better. So it's, he'll be fine. 
it. Finishing up with the manager of the Braves, Brian Snitker on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. If you'll indulge me for a second because I hadn't had a chance to talk to you and it's been a bit. Uh, is there anything tangible when you were a world champion and a manager when you win a World Series that whether it's on the road and the reaction or how recognized you are or what it's like, but is there something different once you win a World Series about your day-to-day? Yeah, you know, I mean, you are. I mean, the fans are awful excited, and, and you do get recognized more. And, and um, you know what? Everything that happens, and it's all for a really great reason. And I, you know what? I'm still pinching myself every day that, that you know, I'm sitting in my office now looking at things, and, and um, you know, it's just uh, it's still surreal to me that that what we accomplished last year and and um and i think that's the big thing now the guys are hungry to get in the door and and give ourselves a chance to do it again well it also speaks to like you said why you have uh you know patience is that when you get on the run at the right time and guys start clicking and it all happened with the bullpen the starters everybody then you run you understand as good as the dodgers what are they 100 games over 500 as good as the mets have been of late and and you know the padres are loading up I think you know, looking at the in that clubhouse, you guys have already done it with a lot of the guys. You could argue even even deeper going into the postseason, hopefully this year. Well, I, so like I told the guys in February, I said, you know what, we played a really battle tested team last year in the World Series in the Astros, and I said, you know what, boys, I said, you guys are that team now. These guys have been through a lot at a young age. They've been through the high pressure games. They've been to Game Sevens, Games Fives, the the whole thing. I mean, they've. They're the battle-tested group now, and there's, you know, it's, I, I was talking to one of the players um, early in the year when I think we were playing the Mets, and the place was packed, and it was rocking, and I said, and I was like, man, this is like the playoffs, and he got, the player yeah. looked at me and said, I know, isn't this great? You know, they just, they love that now. Yeah, it's, so, what, it's, um, it's what you play for. <laughs> like this week. Yeah, it is. Yeah. That 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 building this week, you, you've talked about it all year, uh, Brian, that the crowd's uh, at Truist, and the energy around the battery, I mean, there is, I'll tell you that, when you're a world champion and you have games like this, you certainly can feel it in that building. No, I know, and it, I mean, that's what keeps these guys going. I mean, the energy in that building, I mean, it's amazing how the fans come out, and, and uh, they have no idea what they do to those guys, and how, you know, it's like you might got bumps and bruises and a little tired, and it all goes away when you're in that environment. And it's fun. You know what I mean? It, it's You love this. This is why we've worked so hard over the years um, to be in this position where these games are big right now and they mean something. And, and um, that's what it's all about. And you know what? You go out and you lay it on the line and give it everything you got today. And if it doesn't work out, then you go do the same thing again tomorrow. Before we, uh, before we uh, let you go, uh, Brian Snicker with us on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. You talked about you had an 11-game road trip. Boston, New York, Boston, Miami, three pretty good food towns. You talk about a couple of days off. So give us – are you a guy that enjoys the, the high-end steakhouse or the day off in Boston or going out, you know, uh, if given the opportunity in some of these towns? You had an off day in Miami as well. Boston's a great place for a, a day off. It's a great walking city. I took all the coaches and the staff. We went to a north end to a place called Limoncello. Italian was unbelievable. Um, you know, and then the off day in Miami, you know what? I met a former player, Martin Prado, at a, a place he had over there by uh, the University of Miami, another Italian joint that was fabulous, too. So we took really good advantage of those evenings and relaxing and, and having a really nice meal. 
Yeah, those are two very strong futons. If you need any help with that, you know, Sandra and I are always there for you, too. So <laughs> just just text Sandy. We, we got plenty of places. Hey, uh, it's going to be fun this week. We always appreciate your graciousness and the energy around you and the team. And it should be, I think, very different from what it looked like, uh, I don't know, about eight days ago when we were leaving New York. Yeah, no, I, I think so. I mean, we're, you know, we're in a good shape right now. And, and guys are anxious to get out there and, and get after it. All right, going to be fun. Four Thanks. straight with the Mets, three with the Astros. That's Brian Snicker. Thanks so much for being with us. Good luck this week. All right, thank you all so much. All right, there he is. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Sports Radio 92.9, the game back with you on the John Chuckery Show, live here from Mercedes-Benz Stadium on this Monday evening. Open practice is finished in the books, and players just kind of walking off the field, you know, doing a little photo opping with some fans and stuff like that for the folks that have stayed to be a part to all of this. Uh, certainly all the media, all the blue checkmark media people are hanging around uh, down here as well. 404-741-0929, that is the Solomon Brothers Diamond text line if you want to leave us. A comment. Odyssey app is how you catch us on the go. Social media at 9 on the game. On Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. I am at JMCH316 on the Twitter machine. So Falcons will, uh, tomorrow's Tuesday, right? So they'll have an, what, uh, I guess, are they going to have an off day? Are they into that mode yet? Can't, can't, don't, not for sure if they have an off day tomorrow or if that will be the travel day coming up over the weekend. Um, not really sure what the Falcons' schedule is from here. But practice is wrapped up at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Players are kind of hanging around on the field a little bit, doing some stuff with the fans. You can hear the fans in the background enjoying themselves. So successful night all the way around, right? Um, you know, this is typically that annual practice. It, in the past, it's been military appreciation um, night here, usually on a Sunday, but they've done it on a Monday night here as well. So we'll get back into our conversation about the Atlanta Falcons uh, 
and what we saw on Friday night a little bit later on in the show. We're also watching Braves baseball right now as um, right now still a rain delay over at Truist Park. Braves are up 3-0 as we have two outs in the bottom of the second inning right now. Braves uh, have gotten home runs from Rosario and from Contreras, but uh, we are in a rain delay now. So uh, now the countdown is on. Who will who will get out of here first? Will I get out of here first? Because I'm here till 11. So who's going to flip off the lights at the stadium first? Will they flip them off at Truist Park first, or will I hit the switch and flip them off at Mercedes-Benz? What do you think, Day-Day? What, what's your money on right now? We were talking about prop bets earlier. What's your money on who's going to get to flip the lights off first, the guy at Truist Park or me here at Mercedes-Benz? I'm going, I'm going with you. I, they, the tarp is still down. They're trying to get water off. Of it, so I'm going with you. You get out of there first. Okay. All right. So. Uh, we'll see. You know, we got we've got a ways to go. We still have a little bit more than two hours to go uh, in the show. So hopefully the uh, the Braves will get this thing back underway. I know, especially with a four game set, they don't really want to have to delay this thing. You know, into into another day or anything like that, or try to schedule a doubleheader and this, that, and the other. Because these teams are winding down. Obviously, this season series between these. Once you get this series done at Truist Park, there's one series left to play in the first few days of October, and that's the second to last series of the season for the Braves. So you don't want to have to push any, kick any cans down the road. You want to try to squeeze all of these games in. So my guess is you could be in for a long night uh, at Truist Park as they try to get try to get these games in, right? Um, and thankfully there's no doubleheader or anything that they have to get themselves through, right? Because Braves have played a doubleheader the last couple of weekends. It's been a little bit strange that the Braves have had two consecutive weekends where there's been a doubleheader. Obviously, on Saturday against the Marlins and the week before was against the Mets, right? So, you know, this whole condensed schedule thing, you know, because of the late start, and we're going to get to a what's bugging Chuck right here that's going to tie into all this. But, you know, obviously the the later start because of the CBA and all this kind of stuff and, and the negotiations and this, that, and the other delayed the schedule, shortened spring training, and normally March 31st and all that, and they got delayed, you know, week 10 days or what have you. You know, from there, well, now the, the downside is, you know, you had to get some of these divisional games all kind of crunched and scrunched into a, a finite set of days and things like that. So we'll see what happens. But at least the good news is from the ballpark itself is that they've uh, they've kind of battered the, these guys around. My guess would be that if they're going to be delayed for a while, you're not going to see Strider or Carrasco come back out uh, for all of that. I doubt very seriously that either guy is going to come back out after a rain delay like this and uh, and come in and pitch. So uh, it's a shame because Strider's got a couple of innings, you know, just a couple of hits, no runs, a couple of strikeouts uh, on the night. Carrasco's been battered around a little bit. He's got less than two-thirds, sorry, less than two full innings in, an inning and two-thirds, and he'd already given up four hits, two homers, three runs, right? He hadn't walked anybody, but he only struck out one guy. And obviously, you know, he's been, you know, had an outstanding season for the Mets, so you would have certainly have liked to maybe seen, you know, Carrasco get batted around a little bit more. But we'll keep you up to date about what's going on from Truist Park as best as we can. Uh, I can't see anything, you know, from what I'm doing other than just reading online and things like that. But when the Braves get back at it, we'll keep you up to date all night long about what's going on. First, though, before we get to anything else, let's do a What's Bugging Chuckery. Don't look now, but somebody out there just got Chuckery ticked off. <laughs> like, that's hard. Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. It's time for What's Bugging Chuckery on Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. So one of the other things that happened today in Major League Baseball is we got the first preliminary postseason schedule, right? We got the first one of those today. 
And here's what we found out. If the World Series this year goes to seven games, game seven will be played on Saturday. Are you ready? November 5th. Saturday, November 5th, if the seventh game of the World Series has to be played. That would be the latest that a game has ever been played in postseason baseball history. The 2001 and the 2009 World Series both ended on November 4th of their respective seasons. Can I ask a question? Can I just, I'm just going to say this in a dumb fashion, okay? Why the hell do we need to have a baseball season that goes from March until November? For God's sakes, does anybody have any common sense? Can we just, why does everything have to be stretched out for the my God awful longest time? The NBA season never ends. Baseball never ends. Hockey never ends. It just goes on and on and on and on. And you sit through a Tuesday and a Tuesday and a Wednesday and a Friday and a Thursday and a It never ends. Do we really need baseball from March until early November? Is the United States of America going to crumble underneath itself by having baseball played that long? How do you keep your interest all throughout a season? And I understand, I, you don't, no, not a single solitary human being has to explain to me why all of this. It's all money. I get it. I understand. Billions here, billions there, billions over here, a billion to you, a billion to you, right? It's all, it's all about the, the cash, money, bread, do, re, me, homie. I get it. I understand. But it's getting, we're getting ridiculous in sports. That, you know, the NBA season, literally, this is how the NBA season goes. The NBA wraps up the NBA Finals. A week later is free agency. Or, sorry, a week later is the draft. A week after that is free agency. And in two weeks, you're in summer league with your new team to get ready for next year already. It's ridiculous. And now we're, we're going to stretch baseball from March into November. I mean, I'm dead square in the middle of football season college and pro football season in early november and i have to think about am i watching world series games and if they're northeastern cities are you going to get snowed in which will delay it even more what is this fascination in sports outside of money that we have to drag this thing out forever i mean did it, it didn't last this long in 1972 and guess what they played 162 games you know what ended up happening? You had to play a couple of doubleheaders here or there, day-night doubleheader, right? You had That was part of a regular rotation of baseball. Now guys make $36, 43000000 million, and, you know, oh, man, we can't play more than one game in a day, right? Isn't Ernie Banks' famous saying, one of the most popular figures in the history of baseball, right? One of the most beloved players in all of baseball history, Mr. Cub, Ernie Banks. Day-Day, ask me what Ernie Banks' famous saying was, Mr. Cub, Mr. Beloved, one of the most revered figures in baseball. Ask me what his saying was. What was his saying? Let's let's play two. That was his saying. Let's play two. We can't play some doubleheaders or reduce some of these seasons 
We need 82 games of the NBA. We need 162 of Major League Baseball. Think about think about right now in Major League Baseball. Okay? Right now and take take this year's Major League Baseball. The Blue Jays are 10 games out of first place. The Mariners are 13 games out of first place. The Padres who are 13 games over 500 are 16 games out of third place. Philly who's third 11 and a half. The Cubs are third in the Central, 15 and a half. The Rangers are third in the West. They just fired a match, 23 games out. Shut those teams down. Every team in the AL East is more than 10. The Blue Jays are 10. The Rays are 11. The Orioles are 12 and a half. And the Red Sox are 15 and a half. Shut all of those teams down. Can we just end the season? Now we're talking about postseason baseball. And this won't be the last time this gets fixed like this, right? Because we have to have more breaks and this and that and everything else. Remember, what is it? I think next year, I think I'm right about this, stadium. Don't they have the World Baseball Classic and all that? They got to mix into? Yep. Yep. They got to mix all that in. So they got to have that and mix it in so guys, more guys can get hurt and we can drag out the season even longer. I, you know, again... This is getting ridiculous. With It's not just baseball. It's the NBA. It's NHL. Gentry, you don't have to watch. Hell, I don't watch now. I know I don't have to. You know I know I don't have to watch? Because I don't watch. How can you watch? If you're a Boston Red Sox, how are you watching 162 games of that? And it's going to drag out forever. It's never going to be done. You go from March to early mid-October. That's the way these seasons are. And all these postseasons keep adding more and more and more. And I understand it's all the gazillions of dollars. There's gazillions of dollars that they make. And it's never about the quality of the game. It's never about what's better for the sport. It's never about any of that stuff. And that's why, look, say what you will, you know, about it. At least, you know, that's what I like about the college football playoff. I like it just four teams, right? You got, you got... Two semifinal games and one more. You're done. Beep, bada, boop. Huh? You got a little game here, a little game there. Beep, bada, bop, beep, bop, bop, and you're done. Right? A couple of games and a week, ten days later, you play one more and we're done. That's it. And guess what we got? A national champion. Have we missed out? You know, they keep wanting to expand the playoffs. Have we missed out in college football because we don't have 16 teams and all this kind of stuff and we drag it out into what's an NFL season now? Have we lost anything in that sport? Or is it still the greatest thing in the world? Is it still the greatest sport on earth? College football. They play They play their season, and their postseason is, here's a game, here's a game, beep, bada, boop, bop, bop, and we play a national championship game 10 days later, and we're done. Okay, wipe your hands. Okay, here we go. Now we got postseason baseball. It's going to start in October and going to take a month. The NBA playoffs take like half the year. You know, like I, my daughter celebrates a birthday by the time the NBA playoffs are done. Takes so long to get all this stuff done. Everything keeps dragging out. Nothing is ever, like, managed in a more reasonable way. None of it. MLS, NHL, we never manage it in a way where it's, like, doable. And it's not like we've just expanded to 162 games. It's not like we've just expanded to 82 games. It's all been around for a while. 
and we just dragged the whole thing out. And when people talk about baseball, you know, it's it's not the timeline stuff like that. It's just the grind of, like, following and watching the season. That's where people get worn down. Because guess what? We're in middle of August. You know, if it wasn't for the Braves and Mets, you know, we're talking football. We're getting ready for college football in a couple of weeks, right? We got Mercedes-Benz going to have a game here, you know, Labor Day weekend. But does anybody want baseball to go all the way into early November, for God's sakes? Certainly somebody has to be able to come up and streamline it from there. All right, when uh, we get back from the top of the hour, we'll talk more about uh, these Atlanta Falcons and what might happen this year. Chuck Ray hanging out here. We are at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Sports right now to the game, the Odyssey.com app. And let's start it like this, son. Rolling with this one and that one. Pulling. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is Electrified Diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with a vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.